This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go, hour three. It is a great day for talk radio. It's a Friday edition, obviously, needless to say. And uh, just adjusting my headphone jack here. Thing keeps cutting out. I feel like Johnny Mathis singing uh, Chances Are. Anyway, uh, that'll be, you can look it up. Uh, it's one of those days where uh, there just seems to be manna from heaven, all kinds of interesting stories that abound, and uh, we're going to talk about some of them. Legal stuff. Uh, Joe Newberg is going to join us shortly, Global News Radio's legal expert. On a story, this is wild. Uh, a woman in Quebec was at a shopping mall in Laval and uh, taking, or no, it wasn't a shopping mall. I guess it was the subway, the metro, as they call it. And uh, she was taking the escalator and wasn't holding on to the handrail. And she was cited a violation for not holding on to the handrail. Long story short, because Newberg is going to unpack this whole thing. Uh, she's taking the case to the Supreme Court. She was ticketed <laughs> for not holding on to the handrail. And it's actually going to the Supreme Court of Canada. They're going to hear this story. And uh, so I don't know what's next. You know, uh, we may ultimately hear the Supremes are going to uh, hear about a violation where a guy was eating with his elbows on the table. Uh, I don't know. This is how cockamamie it all seems to be getting. But uh, in some cases, there are, uh, at the very nub of it, legitimate reasons to be taking it up the food chain. I don't know if this is one such, but uh, then there's another story. And I wanted to drill into this one where a guy out there in Winnipeg had vanity plates that were uh, Star Trek inspired. Uh, A-S-I-M-I-L-8, assimilate. And uh, in the border surrounding the plate, it said, we are the Borg and resistance is futile. Again, from Star Trek. Uh, It's turned into a constitutional matter, actually. And uh, here to explain how that is, why that is, and where it's going, John Carpe is on the line, the president of the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms. John, good to have you back on the Oakley Show. Hi there. Hey, glad to be with you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, what's happening with Nicholas Troller out there in Winnipeg as far as his license plate is concerned? How did this case come to be uh, a constitutional issue, as it were? Well, he obtained his uh, personalized license plate. He's a Star Trek enthusiast, and as you mentioned, the the word the license plate says assimilate, except instead of ATE, it's, it's the number eight. And... Uh, Got it in 2015, no problems. They looked at it, and 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 Manitoba as well as other provinces, they do have lists of words that they won't accept. Uh, you can guess what they are. Mm. You know, words that are inherently not not a word like assimilate, which could be a, a good thing or a bad thing depending on context, but words that are inherently crude, vulgar, uh, offensive, whatever. So they looked at it. They said it was fine. He got his plate, and then somebody who doesn't even live in Manitoba. But a, a lady by the name of Marianne Wilhelm, who is the outreach director for the NDP Aboriginal Commission, uh, and this lady lives in Ontario, she complained to the Manitoba Public Insurance and said uh, this plate is offensive. And immediately, the government ordered Nicholas Troller to um, to turn in the license plate, which he did. All right. So uh, Manitoba Public Insurance are the people responsible for issuing the plates. Yes. Okay, uh, so, and she saw this plate on his car in Winnipeg? Probably just social media. She wasn't even in Winnipeg, but she, <laughs> uh, you know, somewhere on the internet there was a photograph. This plate, by the way, not only does it say assimilate, uh, but it says uh, resistance is futile, we are the Borg, is mm. on the, uh, you know, the lining around the license plate. So <laughs> clearly it's a Star Trek thing. 
All right. And so she decided, though, to take up this complaint. Uh, you say she's the director in Ontario, the outreach director for the NDP's Aboriginal Commission. Uh, is that relevant to her being a complainant? Well, you can see she's she's somebody with with uh, with an axe to grind, somebody with uh, political views, which is fine. And the fact that she complained is fine. Uh, the fact that she felt offended is fine. We all feel offended uh, sometimes or frequently. But yeah, but what's the offense? I see. I'm not understanding what the offense is. Maybe it's because I'm not a Trekkie. I don't know. What am I missing here? Oh, because uh, because of the assimilation of uh, of Aboriginals into. European culture oh. in the 1900s. I see. So therefore, the word assimilate is offensive to Aboriginals. This lady claims. Oh, I and, see. And there's no there's no reason why uh, a Star Trek plate should be offensive to Aboriginals or anyone else. But the more important point is, even if it is okay, let's. I'm I'm sure it is offensive to this woman. Mm-hmm. Why should her? Why should she have a legal right not to feel offended? Why should that trample on? Uh, Nick Troller's free speech rights, if he's a Star Trek enthusiast and wants to put assimilate, we are the Borg, resistance is futile, if he wants to have a Star Trek plate on his car, uh, why should his freedom of expression be trampled on? And, and this is the whole issue with freedom of expression, is, is people mistakenly think uh, that we can have both freedom of expression and a right not to be offended. And they, they cannot coexist. And what Manitoba Public Insurance did was they sided with this woman's right not to be offended, and they trampled on Nick Troller's right to express his uh, opinion, his enthusiasm. Right. You know, but it says, as you pointed out earlier, that uh, there is a list of words that are impermissible, and uh, this probably flew under the radar initially anyway, uh, because it seems rather innocuous, but now uh, she's got her own contacts that she's receiving this in, and his is obviously stated on the license plate border. It's from the Star Trek, We Are the Borg, and Resistance is Futile. Uh, so there's a misunderstanding as to the context by which he's got this on his, uh, his license plate, correct? Yeah, they, they look at the plate differently. Right, right. It's a matter of perspective or perception. So the idea, though, that he want, wants this is a free speech issue to your mind, and this is where it's become a legal challenge now against the provincial government's entity here, the Manitoba Public Insurance. So uh, what happened now? Has this already gone to court? It's going to court. I guess he's updated the file, has he? Yes. So the, the court action was filed in um, in 2017, and uh, of course, you know, these, these you, would, you would wish that they would take just weeks or months, but they these court actions always take years. That's just the way it is. And uh, so he has gone to court to seek a uh, court declaration to reverse Manitoba Public Insurance's decision to revoke his personalized Star Trek plate. They, they did revoke uh, the plate. Absolutely, yeah. And as soon as they received the, uh, uh, the the complaint from this NDP lead, NDP lady in in Ontario, uh, they immediately informed Nick Troller, "Turn in your plate right now." And he did, of course. You know, if you if you don't do that and keep on driving with it, you can uh, probably end up paying some big fine and you're breaking the law. So he turned in the plate, and but now we have a court application to uh, to seek reinstatement of his uh, of his plate plate. All right. At what level of government or uh, of a court rather? That's in the the. Court of Queen's Bench of Manitoba, which would be the, in Ontario, would be the Ontario Superior Court of Justice. 
I so see. Kind of a, a not provincial court, but one notch above it. Right. Okay. And so uh, this new material that is supporting his legal challenge is uh, what, again, stating the context or what is that new material? New material that's come out by way of the court action is that the um, Manitoba Public Insurance has produced all these documents showing that, um, first of all, they had no objection to approving the plate initially in 2015, the Assimilate plate, Mm -hmm. uh, and that they did so solely because one person felt offended and that they, uh, the documents also show that they gave no consideration whatsoever to Nick Troller's free expression rights to express his enthusiasm for Star Trek by way of a personalized license plate. They did not pause for a split second to think about his freedom of expression. It was all about pandering to one person who felt offended. You know, much, much like the Nova Scotia case with uh, Lauren Grabber, uh, somebody... Uh, felt offended by his last name, Grabber, mm. being on a, a license plate. Right. right. And uh, so in this, as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, there was media attention that was drawn to Mr. Troller in Winnipeg, and uh, that got the MPI pretty nervous about things. Yeah, they were terrified of um, of any bad press, and they, they very clearly, they were biased um, in favor of of this woman feeling offended. They took her side on it, and they felt embarrassed by any media coverage. Um, Yeah, and and just didn't consider freedom of expression. Well, this one, uh, as you say, is now before the court, so when do you hope to have it adjudicated and settled? Well, now that we've had the exchange of documents and our, and we've had affidavits filed and the people swearing the affidavits have been cross-examined and there's been documents exchanged, so now we're at a stage where um, all of that's behind us and we're going to apply to uh, to get a hearing scheduled. We expect that'll be sometime in 2019, uh, spring, summer, or fall, we don't know, but we, uh, we're, we're looking forward to... Um, to getting a hearing this year, 2019. All right. Based on the constitutional right of uh, freedom of expression, John Carpe, the president of the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms. While I've got you, let me ask about something that's happened here in Ontario, and I don't know if you're familiar with uh, this sort of uh, authoritarian group, the Ontario Society for the Prevention uh, of Cruelty Towards Animals, the OSPCA. I'm sure you've got counterparts in Alberta and other provinces as well. but just yesterday, a judge struck down their enforcement powers as being unconstitutional uh, because they're really not accountable to anybody. They have more powers than the police. They can come in, secure animals from farms, citing cruelty or whatever they determine in their own minds. And uh, the next thing you know, the farmer loses a herd, has to pay exorbitant fines and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm guessing you'd be very much in favor of what the judge ruled, uh, you know, striking down their enforcement powers, would you? Based on your description, yes. Um, to to prevent animals from being abused is a good goal, but uh, fundamental rights and freedoms of citizens should not be trampled upon in order to achieve a good goal. It's the same way with catching a thief or a rapist or a murderer. That's a good goal we should pursue, but there have to be fundamental rights and freedoms that are respected. So if, if people's privacy rights and property rights are being uh, just completely disregarded uh, in the quest to protect animals from from cruelty, then then that's not right. 
well, in some instances, uh, there have been stories documented of these inspectors from the OSPCA crawling in through people's windows when they wouldn't answer the door and uh, then citing them for a violation, taking their animals out, uh, euthanizing in some cases the animals uh, who were not uh, necessarily, you know, in a a state that required it. It's just crazy where uh, some people, I guess, really trample over constitutional freedoms or go beyond the boundaries of what is protected constitutionally. That's why I wanted to ask you that. But, John, I appreciate this wild story out of Winnipeg is uh, really something that talks about overreach on the part of, uh, I guess, a lot of these do-gooders or hall monitors assimilate. Who knew, based on the Star Trek uh, whole thing with the Borg, (laughs) this has now become a cause celeb. Would you be willing to take this right to the Supreme Court if necessary? Oh, absolutely. Because what's at stake here is this um, this conflict between a right not to be offended, which I think should not exist as, as a legal right. I think uh, being offended occasionally or, or even frequently is just part of living in a free country. But you've got this conflict between a right not to be offended or a right to express your opinions. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are deluded. They think that you can just have both and you can't. So that's why even if it's something as small as one license plate, we want to fight these battles. Fair enough. I appreciate your time as always. And uh, again, a happy new year. Look forward to talking again at some point here uh, in 2019. All right. Thanks for your time as well. Have a good evening. And you, John Carpe, president of the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.